Hello, and welcome to another episode of Between Here and There, a podcast about cross-cultural identity, mental health, college, and career, where we share stories, advice, and everything in between. I'm Summer Shen, your host. I'm an incoming freshman at Harvard University, and if you're new here, I just spent the last eight months in Taiwan for my gap year, where I started this podcast with my two guests today, Charlotte and Shen. Um, if you're a returning listener, thank you for being patient with the start of our new season. I thought we would kick it off by inviting two familiar voices to talk about uh, the post-COVID world for multiculturals, because I feel like that's a thing that people keep talking about recently and that we can talk about ourselves as, you know, Shan is still in Taiwan and Charlotte and I are actually in the U.S. right now. Um, and so, yeah. So... So, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, Summer. Hi, hi, Charlotte. Long time no see you. Yeah. Yeah, you guys look great. And I have to say, you know, be, both of you are in Cali right now, mm -hmm. right? So, Summer, mm -hmm. you're on vacation. Yes. Uh, and Charlotte, you are, uh, you're sending your kids off to school. Yeah, two kids out of three. <laughs> wow. A very, very emotional time for all of us. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. And we're truly we're doing this one episode as a really like between here and there, right? All of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Summer, how have you been? I've been all right. Um, you know, coming back, I came back very suddenly almost because like the the last few days when I was in Taiwan, it was like, you know, when COVID started, you know, getting really bad. And so I felt like I didn't have like a proper goodbye, you know, to Taiwan. But at the same time, I feel really great being back home, you know, with my family, with people who I'm familiar with. Um, so yeah, mixed feelings. I, I still miss Taiwan, but I'm, I'm glad to be home. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this is the first that we've seen each other since you left, since our last episode, right? Since mm -hmm. all of our right. listeners heard our last episode. Now I this know. time they're hearing our voice and we're in three separate places. So uh -huh. how should we start, Summer? How should we start? Um, how would you... Okay, give me one word to describe your current state right now. Mm. My one word to describe my current state is contained. Contained. And um, I, I'm still here in Taiwan. And uh, as everyone probably well know, Taiwan is now experiencing... We're experiencing our own little COVID wave. So we've been under lockdown for one, two months now. Mm -hmm. Well, quote unquote lockdown, this is level three. So we're not, you know, we don't absolutely have to stay home, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, movement outside is restricted. Everyone has to wear a mask. I feel like I've been contained in my house. Uh, my kids, obviously, they are learning from home and they're now on summer break, but we're together 24-7. I also use the word contained because I feel like my my you know, my, my emotions have to be very contained. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Being with everyone under one roof. So I feel it's a like forced containment, you think? Yeah, it's, it's something, it's a discipline. I have to remind yeah. myself, contain like a monk. yourself. Like, contain. is it like a monk, like a monk kind of, uh, you're training your inner strength? I haven't shaved my head yet, but it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> I might lose all my hair naturally before then. <laughs> no, I, I, I've seen your father. You're not going to be bald. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my, well, my dad is also living with us, right? So he's been, you know, on this for, uh, he got his first shot. Thank God. I haven't yet. Congratulations. Yeah. 
Yeah. For your dad. Yes. Yes. So we are all, I, I guess, yeah, we're all just contained. And my mm -hmm. life is relatively contained, you know, no outside meetings and everything like that. So mm -hmm. I use the word contained. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. What about you, Charlotte? I would like to choose the word bipolar. So I feel like Shen's word is very zen. But for me, my life is going like it's very crazy now. So can you imagine like we kind of decided last minute to come to the U.S. as a family together because uh, I was supposed to just bring my two kids over here uh, for college. And uh, last minute we decided all five of us are going to come. So we like um, uh, we we made our trip earlier and it was like a really hard decision to make because like we had so many things going on. So it was like a last minute we decided to come out here, uh, find an Airbnb, couldn't find one, finally found one. Um, a week before we landed and then like going on the airplane where everybody's so nervous, we're all wearing all the, like, you know, the, the, the gears and like everybody's wearing triple gears. It's so scared. And then a lot of people are not eating. Like people are like not going to the bathroom or wearing gloves. It's so scary. And once we landed to LA, everybody's so relaxed. I mean, the driver that came to pick us up even tried to shake our hands and we were like all <laughs> freaking out. Like what? You're shaking our hands. And then, While and you guys are in your hazmat suits. Yeah. We're still like wearing our, like, you know, my, our, our, our suits, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we come to LA, they just opened up and this is like after a year and a half of lockdown. So everybody's celebrating. And this is uh, also, oh, I, I was here during July 4th and nobody's wearing any masks. Everybody's just celebrating and going crazy. And then, and then I see the economy of the U.S. as well. It's very bipolar, uh -huh. you know. And then, right. and then you come to the U.S., you see um, the real estate market's going crazy. It's hard to buy a used car. The stock market's going crazy. And then you see there's a lot of people that cannot afford to put a roof over their head. Right. You know, that's very – another bipolar thing is that sh um, I want my children to be independent but looking at this world and how crazy it is, I'm, I'm just, it, it just feels so hard for me to let go. I mean, I'm looking, I mean, I'm, I'm driving, my, both of my kids got their permit and I'm sitting in like two of my kids' car, like driving with them and like, you know, like having a heart attack every day, you know, <laughs> it's like, so, so it's like, it's such a crazy time for me. You know, I, I'm like trying to make sense of it on every day. I'm just trying to roll with the punches, you know, trying to see what's going on. What should I do? You know, it's pretty, a pretty exciting and scary time for me. <laughs> wow. Well, well, got to say that, uh, the, you know, the, there's a lot of things that are definitely bipolar from your experience, but, um, you know, the, the driver's permit, that's a part of life. You're just going to have to come to terms with that, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, but it's, <laughs> I don't but learn I, to let go with that one. You know what? But you know, the funny thing is, I no, I don't think any parent has to do, I mean, unless they have twins, like they have to do two at the same time. So I have one really nervous driver and then like, she makes me nervous too. And another one is just way too eager to drive. And it's, and it, I have to go, slow down, slow down, so scared. So I have to do like two at the same time. And it's just me, you know, and it's so scary. I tell you. Why does it remind me of the Mitchells versus the robots? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> all right yes. <laughs> what about you summer? summer give us your word 
Okay, my word that I chose is uncertain. And I think I'm in this like very in-between phase in my life, um, between here and there, as one would say. Um, because I'm like the summer before college, I feel like is so anticipatory. You know, like everyone is getting ready for college. I'm going in like maybe five weeks. Um, and I'm, you know, I just moved, my family just moved to a new state. And so I don't really have my like hometown friends to hang out with in Florida. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I haven't really seen people yet. And so like what, when I was, you know, the first two months that I came back to the U S I was really just with my family, um, in this kind of like weird state where I didn't, yeah, it was so, it was a little bit weird. Um, how was it but, to see your family after so long? It was good. It, it was really nice seeing them, but it wasn't like, I mean, I didn't like terribly miss them when I was gone. So I, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they know that. Sorry, right, let's okay. leave a little nice little gap right there, right after that <laughs> sentence. So you can edit that out later. <laughs> No, they know that. It's because I called them like every single day. So it was like nothing had changed when I came back. But you know what we did start doing is I'm playing Splendor every single day with my family now. <laughs> um, it's like this board game that Charlotte introduced me to. Um, and my, my dad being my dad, we like keep track of this very like complicated spreadsheet of like everyone's, you know, scores and uh, whatever. Statistics. Oh, you get your parents into it. Yeah, yeah, I got my parents into it. My my dad and my dad and I play against each other most often. And then we have like three person splendor, four person splendor. And so he has a different like sheet in the spreadsheet for the different like combinations of people. Um so yeah, that that's been really fun. Um <laughs> but I would we, say we haven't gotten we haven't gotten Shrin into it. Shrin should well, get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, so far, you know, we have like <laughs> Splendor spreadsheets doesn't really sound uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think the, the, the reason why I picked the word uncertain is because of the Delta variant in the U.S. Um, mm. When I came back, I feel like people were pretty like confident about, you know, the vaccine and people like, I mean, state governments were saying if you have been vaccinated, you don't need to wear your mask anymore. And so a lot of people got used to that. And then literally, like I just came to California a few days ago on vacation, but we have a new mask mandate here because of the Delta variant. And like a lot of people are kind of transitioning into wearing masks again. And it's been like kind of weird. I mean, for me, like I think I've, I have been wearing masks for a while because I was in Taiwan, but a lot of other people are struggling with it. And especially in Florida, there is no new mask mandate, even with the Delta variant. And so mm-hmm. I'm uncertain about like what fall is going to look like. Harvard, yes. you know, told me the last few months that it, everything was going to be normal again, but now I'm worried with this new variant on the rise, like what it'll yes. look like. Yeah, there are also many states, Florida among them, where a large part of the population is um, refusing to vaccinate. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, so there are certain counties with very low vaccination rates. And, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, but the say, funny thing, but we were talking about like bipolar, like back to my word, is that um, you look at the news in the U.S. and Taiwan, it's completely different. In, a, in Taiwan, almost 24 hours on the news, that's all you see. Vaccine, coronavirus, from this country, Indonesia, India. But in the U.S., it's only a small blur. And then oh. so people in Taiwan are sending me, like, scary news to tell me. Like, today, somebody told me that, oh, do you know there's another variant called the Epsilon variant? Mm-hmm. And that one can bypass vaccine. So even if you're fully vaccinated, uh, you still might, you know, get the Epsilon. But then what they don't tell you is that 
do you it, do you get very, uh, severe cases? Because usually that's what like in the U.S. they tell you if if you're vaccinated you won't get you won't die. Mm-hmm. You know your your symptoms will be mild. Right. Okay. Yeah. But in Taiwan it's like oh you're gonna get so in Taiwan the the sentiment is that you cannot get um, coronavirus at all. But in the U.S. it's kind of like oh it's kind of like a flu. But once you're vaccinated you'll be fine. You might still get it but you won't you know go to the hospital. You you won't be hospitalized. So. so I get the sense that, um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that in the U.S. it seems like the whole news cycle has moved on. Yeah. And everyone is like, oh, okay, coronavirus, we, yeah. we've gone through that. So now let's move back into the regular agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We're talking about Olymp- the Olympics right now and, you know, mm-hmm. what is Biden doing for the economy? Because right now I'm talking about homeless problems. That's like really a big problem ah, right now. So yeah. they're talking about future now. Right. But in Taiwan, you're still going into the same ordeal every day. And then, you know, the funny thing is there's only 13 cases in Taiwan or 14 cases. <laughs> you know, in totally L.A. Right, right now, right. we have 1,600 cases daily. A thousand, every, uh, uh, for like uh, more than five or six days, we have over 1,000 cases. And people are walking around without masks. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. Not anymore, hopefully. But yeah, outdoors, yes. No so mask. let's talk about this because this is this is interesting here, right? Imagine you are just an American American. For you, uh, looking at the same news cycle and with with everyone all around you, you are in one storyline, and you see mm-hmm. things change right daily. But at least you know that's continuity. As you you have one storyline. For all of us, we have two storylines. Yes, we get information from two sources. And they are looking very, very different right now. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, you know, how has your experience been different from, say, you know, your friends around you, your American friends, say, Summer? How has it been? Mm-hmm. You know, I I haven't been paying attention to Taiwan news as much as I, I as much as much as you guys have probably. I think. I have been very immersed in the in American culture, but I think I am still paying attention and I'm and my experience in Taiwan has made me a lot more vigilant about the coronavirus. And I think, you know, some people are like, oh, it's okay. Like we're vaccinated. We don't really have to be careful anymore. But, you know, I still tell people, no, we have to wear our masks. We have to like wash our hands often. Um, and I think it's just like the different cultural importance of, you know, I guess safety in this time. Like Charlotte said, I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's okay. If we get coronavirus, like, it's really not a big deal. We're still young. Like, um, we're not going to die. But I think a lot of people don't realize the effects it has on other people and spreading to other people. Huh, we're ta- still Taiwan. young. We're not going to die. I mean, that's right. a sentence that that I'm sure maybe people in Taiwan, there are some young people that also think that. But no one dares to say that. Right. Yeah. But people say yeah. it here. Yeah. Oh, in the U.S. right now, they're saying that this is becoming a pandemic of the of the unvaccinated. This is a term now. So uh, if you're not vaccinated, this is your pandemic now. So we are vaccinated. It's not our uh, pandemic anymore. So that's what they're saying now. So I don't know. So I am becoming very doubtful of news, like for any countries. I mm. always think is used as a government, like, brainwash machine <laughs> and they're using these lingos to try to like calm you down because I, I don't know i don't know if these vaccine works i don't right. know you don't know yet you're not and sure got, and yeah, i got you're... three shots you know i got jabbed three times wow 
Wow. Wait, so you're supposed to be like, you know, you got the extra layer of protection. I don't know. Maybe like I could cure like coronavirus with my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you alone can solve the homeless problem on Venice Beach. Come <laughs> <laughs> to my house. <laughs> oh, but seriously, like looking at, uh, we obviously see very big policy differences. Right, right among the different countries but the policy differences also in a way reflect the cultural differences right how people view the disease how people view what sense of what constitutes freedom mm-hmm. right i mean this whole masking debate that we had in the u.s is a uh, is a no-brainer in taiwan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. no one ever says like oh no i have my rights i, I should not wear a mask like if there is that person, I think they'd be hammered down pretty quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, how how have you, now, Summer, you have been back mm-hmm. for a while. And Charlotte, you are, you know, on Venice Beach, which obviously is open and it's got filled with people. I, I see this. Mm-hmm. You got the mm-hmm. electric, you know, light parade. Yes, that was so much fun. That's crazy. Meanwhile, beaches are closed in Taiwan, and they've been closed ever since level three. Yes. Personally, I think I I don't really understand. And right now, they're still still closed. And there's this other rule in Taiwan, which uh, just recently changed. But as of before, if you have more than one person in your own car, even if it's your family members, everyone has to wear a mask. That's if so you're cool. seen by the police not wearing a mask, you'll get a very big fine. I just think our police is like so busy now. They have like so many things to do. They have to check on everybody if they wear a mask, you know, and then like they go to people's car and go, are you wearing a mask? You know, so, right. you know, yeah. so, so, so for the- that just changed recently. So uh, uh, they said, oh, now if you are all of the same family, now you can eat in the car, right? But as long as there's an outside person, then everyone has to mask up, which I agree. Okay, that makes sense. But in the beginning, when they had first had that rule, like everyone, you know, so everyone is not wearing masks because you're in the same family, you're in the same house, but then you move to your car, you're driving outside, you're not rolling down your windows, and yet everyone has to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, there are obviously thing. some things that, that, you know, the policies, which are a little bit. Yeah, and another thing that's really weird is that people that went to the U.S. or anywhere else to get vaccinated, fully vaccinated, when they go back to the, uh, go back to Taiwan, they have to go to go to a quarantine hotel. Mm. But in the U.S., they tell you if you're fully vaccinated, you know, you will not be carrying the coronavirus uh, virus. That's what they tell you. But then if you go back to Taiwan, you're still considered dangerous. So they had to put you in a hotel and you had to pay a lot of money for these hotels. And you have to stay there mm-hmm. for two weeks and everybody has to be in one room, mm-hmm. you know, unless you. You know, so right now my husband and my youngest son is in Taiwan and they're in the, in the same room for two weeks. I think they're going to love each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> Nothing like, they're going to remember this bonding time for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and, and then meanwhile, you know, they finally get out of the, the, you know, the quarantine and then they get into a car and they have to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, but after 14 days of quarantine, they still have to be away from people for seven days. Self-quarantine. Right. How has this experience changed you, Summer? 
You know, I think I've changed in many ways since the start of the pandemic. Um, Being alone, you know, not talking to friends in person has made me, I guess, more independent in a positive way. But at the same time, it does get lonely. And I feel like, I guess my, like, I guess people my age go through like phases of maturing socially, you know, in, in friendships. And I feel like I've been stagnant for a while because I haven't really gotten to, you know, do that. And so I'm hoping that when I get back to college, I can start doing that again, you know, hopefully without masks in the way, because I feel like face-to-face interaction is so important um, in, in figuring out, you know, what, what type of people you, know, you want to hang out with. You know what I hear? I hear this from, from everyone, right? There's a sense of expectation of, oh, I'm gonna do this once the you know restrictions get lifted. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know when when we can officially go post COVID. Oh my God, you know that night when I go out, I can already tell you that I will not remember it. Right? Yeah. This yeah, there, there is that sense right of looking yeah. forward. But and, you know, I I, guess, yeah. I do see that in the U.S. because after a year and a half of lockdown, so once they um they try they 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 decide to open up, it's like everybody's partying. I mean, I live in Venice Beach, right? You just look at all these bars and yeah. and what's going on. It's it's like people are just going like they're partying yeah. like it's nineteen ninety nine. Like same same with Miami too. Like our tourism is like gone up so much this year. Normally summertime is down season because people come in the winter when it's not as hot. But in Miami it's packed and all the clubs oh. are packed. All the young people are there drinking. It's like really crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And people are traveling like everything. I mean if you if you look at like so I bought like People magazine and stuff. All the celebrities are going to Greece and Italy. They're traveling. I mean, isn't that, isn't that weird for you in Taiwan? You know, mm. like people are actually traveling. People are taking cruise ships, you know, and they're, they're traveling. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, uh, like, we pay deposit on a, um, on a future Disney cruise, right? Way back <laughs> when, when we took our last Disney cruise, because that's how they get you, right? When you're on the boat, like they, they pay the deposit for the next one. And they just came out with like a new boat recently. So mm-hmm. we've been getting these emails about it and just looking at it like, oh. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're still here in this, you know, containment. Yeah. So what are your predictions for a post-COVID world for yourself and your family? As a family, we've been together for like a year and a half, almost two years. Mm -hmm. And then we basically do everything together. That works. Lovely. Kids go to, go to school online. And, um, I'm, I'm just here doing my thing, you know, and, it's like we're together and then and then uh, we support each other. I mean, we fight like crazy. Actually, there are times that I really want to like just like move out or go somewhere else. But then but then but then we were forced to be together, five of us. Mm. And then we everybody has their episodes. Everybody gets like upset. Mm. Everybody gets and then we, we support each other through it. Mm. You know, and then now that now that um, I don't think I can I can keep them, keep my kids with me any longer because they, they have a future, even with this terrible thing happening. I mean, I mean, my, one, my daughter is like fourth year of college and she needs to graduate. Right. And then my, um, my son is just going in, you know, he's like looking forward to going into college. Can I, can, can this pandemic stop this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but, but letting go this time, I mean, it's just so hard for mm. me. Because mm. I look at the world, what's happening right now with, I mean, people are like, actually with um, the economy, 
going very, um, uh, I mean, bipolar. Bipolar, <laughs> yeah. The same. I mean, I don't want to keep using the same word. It feels like I have very little um, extent of vocabulary, but it is bipolar. I mean, that means you know, war crime is getting bad, you know, and like all these things are happening. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I'm leaving my kid, especially kids in Taiwan are like, you know, kids growing up in a bubble. And all of a sudden, you're just like letting them go to this wild, wild west, you know, in right. California. Mm. And um, what's what's going to happen to them? Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. it, it it worries me a lot. Yes, I I think what you point out here, there's going to be a an ever widening, you know, chasm between this, um, between the haves and the haves nots. I mean, to put it very bluntly, right? Um, obviously, we see that this pandemic has affected the people who who are poor, who are disenfranchised, you know, much, they've been, they've been hit much, much harder, mm. right? And, um, and that will continue to be the case. And, yeah. here in, and here in Taiwan, we're seeing, can you imagine the, the owner of like a small coffee shop or like a little, like Xiao Chitan, right? Mm. And how are they going to survive having had more than two months or maybe three months with zero business, right? Or yeah. very little business doing only takeout, and and that's going to have some kind of a trickle effect. You know, you know, many countries are having riots already because of what's of, of the chaos. You look at Haiti, you look at South Africa. I mean, there's, I mean, there's all these countries. They just, they just don't know how to deal with this. They have no vaccine. You know, they have like no food, and it's just there's so many riots going on. This world mm. is going to this like this virtual sanity world. Mm. You know. Mm -hmm. I think it is so important to recognize my privilege in being able to get the vaccine and able to like actually quarantine and protect myself from the virus. I think there are so many people who didn't have that option and they had to keep working. They had to, whether it's nurses, you know, essential workers, you know, grocery delivery, you know, people like that. And I think the pandemic, like it's almost as if the pandemic was different for like these two groups of people, people who just treated it as, oh, I can just work from home. And, you know, just, you know, it's like a time to stay at home versus um, people who are hit especially hard. And I think those two different groups of people will see a post-COVID world differently from each other because, you know, one one group is going to take some, some more time to recover probably and it, because they have been going through more. And then for me, like, I feel so fortunate. I am going off to college and I've been vaccinated and I'm almost returning to like a normal life. I think for me, it's, um, I used to travel once every year to New York to visit my mom and my grandparents. And, uh, you know, that hasn't happened since uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. And I think the next time that we do go to New York, I would definitely plan to stay there much longer because mm -hmm. it's, it's the process of getting there is going to be so hard. Yes. And, yes. And so I think the whole concept of travel it's no longer like, um, oh, hey, you know, we got we got some time. Let's plan a family vacation to here or there. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to really, really think things through. Mm -hmm. And for all of us who essentially have two homes, right? We got mm -hmm. we, we have friends and family in the U.S. and, and mm -hmm. in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And this concept of home and choosing a home is going to have safety foremost in mind, mm -hmm. right? And who knows, like with everything that's happened recently with my mom living with with her parents, my grandparents in New York, 
and going through this whole period. And I'm talking to her. She says, "You have no idea." How lonely it can get, and how hard it can get. And Absolutely. I'm talking to her, and the whole time in my mind, I'm I'm thinking, well, you know what? We grew up. I grew up just realizing that, that just coming to accept that we have these two homes. But is that really necessary, or is it that it's better if we all stick together at some point, mm-hmm. right? So that's yeah. something that's also going through my mind, and that's something that I don't even think crossed my mind before COVID. And it's definitely front and center in my mind now. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I'm going to stay here until、um, my kids' school starts. So it's going to be probably till September.、Mm. But it's like I, I still have like two of my family. I have like my mom, my dad, and everybody else in Taiwan. And it's kind of like my heart is in Taiwan, but I'm、mm. kind of stuck here. You know, it's like this like tug of war of you know. What what should I do? You know, you know, I feel very very torn and split. You know,、mm. between here and there. Yeah, yeah. Stuck between here and there, no matter where we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes,、yeah. there are no there are no perfect solution. We just have to you know deal with what we have right now. Right. Exactly. Let's think of a more popular、uh, a a more positive note to end this show on. I think I am very hopeful that things will get better.、Um, I'm hopeful that you know the vaccine will protect us, and I'm I really really hope that more people in the U.S. will get vaccinated, but also that other、uh, countries in the world will be able to receive more vaccines, and that we'll all return to a normal world sooner than later. But I think at the same time, the world will never completely look the same after. No. Um, I mean, I think I'm still going to be wearing masks when I go on an airplane,、um, even or to like doctors' offices or to hospitals、um, in the future, no matter like how how much we recover. But yeah, I, I am hopeful, and I, I really, really hope that we can return to a semi-normal world sooner than later. Yeah. What about you? Are you ho- how are you hopeful, Shren? You, you started this conversation, so you have to. Bring us there. How hopeful are you? <laughs> well, life goes <laughs> on, no matter what, right? No matter you like it or not.、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, I mean, that's、uh, as as a positive psychologist. <laughs> I think the best way to be positive is to approach a problem head on, instead of procrastinating facing it, or to try to sweep it under a rug. Right. That's really,、um, I think, the proactive approach is the positive approach, and I think that will continue to be the case here. The COVID has really brought a lot of things to light,、uh, whether it's our care of the environment, you know,、uh, global warming,、uh, you know, a, a lot of these、um, the homeless problems, right? Eco- economy problems. I have a friend who runs a a,、uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of restaurants. And she said, "You know, before COVID, when we were making money, it's it's, you know, things can be just overlooked. But during COVID time, we are forced to sort of peel back the lid and really look at the things that are fundamentally wrong with our business. And we realize there's a lot of things that's wrong. Even when things are going well, there are a lot of things that you choose to overlook because you just think, well, let's just make money. Let's just go on to the next day. Let's just do the next thing." But this、mm-hmm. slowdown 
has given her a chance to make some changes and some really, really necessary long-term changes. I think that's something, I think that's a hopeful thing. You know, I don't see it as a, a negative thing. That's a really important thing. So if there are problems in your business, at home, you know, in, in your life in general, having this period of time, I think gives us a chance to really revisit that. For me, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hopeful about this. That's where my sense of hope comes from, that I can emerge from this a, a better person. It may not be a better world, <laughs> but I'm going to be a little bit better equipped to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I'm so amazed about what like my potential is because right now you're thrown into this situation and you're not in control and you have to get by every day and you have to get by like all these emotions. I just got lost at downtown LA. I did not know how to get back to to Venice Beach because I was lost, but I, but I got back and then, um, I, I, I can come back and I'm, I'm on this podcast on time. I'm using this new Ben Caster, um, podcast app that I've never done before. So throughout this pandemic and you were well-dressed and you look great and you're in these great surroundings. <laughs> hey, you got it all going on. Sean. No, you don't, you do not, be, cannot, you cannot believe how crazy <laughs> when I was like driving on a freeway, I'm like, how, where am I? You know, like which freeway am I, you know, where am I? So, Every day I'm like amazed by like what I can do. Like every day there's like more things like how I can do it all. I can, I can cook now. Mm. I mean, not very good, but I'm cooking for the whole family. And then like, I, I never had a chance to do that. I am the, I'm the therapist for everybody. And then I am also <laughs> answering all these questions for people that want to come to LA, like what, how they should dress. So, so every day I go to bed going, man, I've done so many things. Good job, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> pat, pat yourself on the back. Seriously. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I, that's how I go yeah. every day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Summer? Uh, for me, I think, yeah, similar to what you said, Shin, I think the pandemic has, as you said, a lot of issues in the world around me, but it has made me kind of learn more about the world, but also about myself. And so now that I'm ready to re-enter the world, I'm better equipped and I'm, I'm more self-assured in like who I am, what my goals are, and how I can help the world and myself deal with these issues, have a better understanding on how to, you know, have conversations with people, how to have, you know, productive discussions with other people about maybe things like, you know, global warming, climate change um, that I w- didn't necessarily know a lot about before. Um, and like I said before, I'm am like, I am hopeful that we'll get people vaccinated and we'll distribute vaccines across the world. Um, and so that if I know we won't return to the world that we had before the pandemic, but hopefully we will end up at a place that is, you know, better. Yeah. But you know, Summer, you have to know now you're going to uh, a prestigious university, right? In the East mm-hmm. that um, you have the power to change everything mm-hmm. because that's why you, you it's, it's, it's your responsible. This is going to be your, your, your world, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is, you, you will have the power to change all of this. President Shen, prepare yourself. <laughs> when, when COVID 20, 20, 20, something, 2050. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, 
I mean, you, you do have the power to, to make it better because you know how it is before. And so after the pandemic, you, you gotta, you know, you have to be full hopeful and then try to make it as good as before. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> if, if not better. <laughs> Well, oh, better than <laughs> I think that's the positive message that we're looking for, really. You know, that, like as much as things suck right now, I think all of us have realized that we have somehow changed for the better through this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and hopefully those changes will stick. Uh huh. And just like hopefully the the our immunity will stick, and uh, this show also will go on. Look, we started this show. Yeah wanting to document how things were in the, towards the beginning of the pandemic. And look at us now, right? We're entering post-COVID, but yet I think it's, 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 it's more important than ever that we keep, you know, we keep documenting our lives and also how people think and change and develop as the world goes on. I miss you guys all, seriously. Yeah, I miss, miss you, you guys. guys too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. miss our miss our talks all together. This is great. This is fantastic. It's it, yeah, it's a wonderful start to my day and evening for you guys. Yes, and, wonderful uh, end to my day. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So take care, you guys. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the same to all of our listeners. Yes. Stay safe. Yes. God bless. Be well. God bless you. Yes. Yep. And stay tuned for another episode of Between Here and There. Bye. Bye. Bye.